Welcome to the Vici Mundum Show, a ministry of Our Lady of Mount Carmel Catholic Church in Newport News, Virginia. Hello, Vici Mundum Show listeners. This is Seminarian Anthony Ferguson, and we're coming to you today with a special edition of the podcast. This past weekend, as you may be aware, His Excellency Bishop Barry Nestout ordained our very own Chris Masla to the Transitional Diaconate, along with four of his other brother seminarians. Deacon Chris decided to celebrate his first Masses as a deacon here at Our Lady of Mount Carmel, and uh, we thought you'd enjoy hearing his first official homily. So without further ado, we'll turn it over to the freshly minted, newly ordained Deacon Chris Masla. Enjoy. It's really a joy to be back here at Our Lady of Mount Carmel. Over my pastoral year, I uh, had the chance to give weekly post-communion reflections every Tuesday morning. And here I am giving a a post-gospel reflection, which we call a homily. (laughs) And it's really a joy to be here celebrating with you all on this great feast of Pentecost. It's really fitting because... uh, Well, of course, yesterday, (laughs) I received the Holy Spirit in a very special way through the grace of ordination, and I I was very struck by a uh, line from the prayer of ordination that the bishop prayed over my classmates and I. Send forth upon them, Lord, we pray, the Holy Spirit, that they may be strengthened by the gift of your sevenfold grace for the faithful carrying out of the work of ministry. Send forth the Holy Spirit. And today we celebrate that great sending forth of the Holy Spirit, the Advocate, at Pentecost, the promise of the Father, and the birth of the Apostolic Church. The book of Acts this morning told us, And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in different tongues, as the Spirit enabled them to proclaim. Jesus Christ, once He was raised from the dead, And before he had ascended into heaven, had commanded his disciples to wait in Jerusalem until they received the Holy Spirit. And it was only then, it was only after they received the Holy Spirit that they could go out and be his witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. And today that Spirit has come in tongues of fire. And with the sound of a strong driving wind, that, that noise must have been so loud, I can only imagine, and so intense that it caused people all over Jerusalem to flock, to gather in a place, the place where the apostles were speaking in foreign languages. And on this great feast, the, the church calls us to remember how the apostles discovered for the first time the true power of the Holy Spirit, whom Jesus had promised them so often as the result of his passion and death and resurrection. And it's important to realize that it it wasn't until Pentecost that the disciples were able to fully understand, to fully understand all that Jesus had said and did in their midst, and to testify to that, to give witness to what Jesus said and did in their midst. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in different tongues as the Spirit enabled them to proclaim. What were they speaking about? What were the apostles uttering in those many foreign languages? The reading tells us they were speaking about the mighty acts of God. The mighty acts of God. They were witnessing to Jesus Christ by the power of the Holy Spirit. 
As St. Paul says, no one can say Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. Because the Holy Spirit always gives witness to Jesus. We can't comprehend on our own who Jesus is. By our own strength and intellect and ability, we can't comprehend that. The Holy Spirit illuminates our intellect and affects our will and moves us from just a merely kind of intellectual comprehension of who Jesus is and what he's done for us. It moves us from that to a life-changing experience, a life-changing understanding of who Jesus is. And then the Spirit inspires us to go and give witness to Jesus by our words and our deeds. The book of Acts actually has been nicknamed uh, the Gospel of the Holy Spirit. Because after Pentecost, you know, the Holy Spirit is, is so active in the, throughout the whole book of Acts. He inspires Peter's preaching. He strengthens the faith of the disciples. He carries Philip away after baptizing the Ethiopian eunuch. And the Holy Spirit sends Paul and Barnabas out to distant lands to preach the gospel. I think, if anything, the, the book of Acts teaches us that the early church was constantly, and I mean constantly, in communion with the Holy Spirit. And therefore, the church has always been missionary in nature, always going out, evangelizing the world. I believe it was, it was Paul VI who said, the Holy Spirit, it must be said that the Holy Spirit is always the evangelizer. And in today's Gospel, Jesus tells us, When the Advocate comes, whom I will send you from the Father, the Spirit of truth that proceeds from the Father, He will testify to Me. The Spirit always gives testimony. And it's interesting, He didn't actually begin on the day of Pentecost. The Holy Spirit actually is testifying, we see in the Gospel of Luke, beginning all the way back with the Incarnation. The angel Gabriel appears to Mary and says, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. It was during those days that Mary goes out in haste to visit her cousin Elizabeth, right? Who is pregnant with John the Baptist. And Elizabeth, filled with the Holy Spirit, cries out, Most blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. And Mary says, My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God, my Savior. For He has done great things for me, and holy is His name. The Spirit's already testifying to the mighty acts of God. So I would just encourage us to think for a moment what it means to live a life filled with the Holy Spirit as Elizabeth was, as Mary was, as the first apostles were, the disciples in Jerusalem, beginning on the day of Pentecost. Because to live a life filled with the Holy Spirit, this is actually our baptismal call. It's actually guaranteed by Jesus Christ that the Holy Spirit, when He comes, whom Jesus will send from the Father, He will testify to me. When He comes, the Spirit of truth, He will guide you to all truth. It's not if, it's when, (laughs) when he comes. In baptism, 
Baptism is the gateway to life and the Holy Spirit. And His gifts are poured out upon us and then sealed on confirmation. Earlier this week, I was reading, uh, I was reading uh, a reading, the second reading in the Office of Readings from the Liturgy of the Hours. It was St. Basil the Great. And he had this beautiful image, this absolutely beautiful image of the way the Spirit is present to us and His availability to us in our lives. And I want to share that quote with you. St. Basil says, Like the sunshine which permeates all the atmosphere, spreading over land and sea, and yet is enjoyed by each person as though it were for Him alone, so the Spirit pours forth His grace in full measure, sufficient for all, and yet is present as though exclusively to everyone who can receive And lastly, and this is kind of the the practical point, if you will, of of the homily. How do we know that we are living our lives in such a way that we are filled with the Holy Spirit? That we are being sanctified? That our lives are becoming a source of grace for others? The second reading today actually gives us the key. St. Paul says, the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, generosity, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. The fruits of the Holy Spirit. That's how we know we're living a life filled with the Holy Spirit. And, And I think it's important to note, too, that the first fruit Paul lists in that list is Love is charity. Because charity is what's at the heart of the Paschal mystery of Jesus Christ. His sacrificial death, the resurrection and ascension into heaven. But these fruits, these are the signs that we are living in communion with the Holy Spirit. Our life should be bearing these fruits and be visible witnesses, visible signs to other people. But it doesn't end there. Because the Spirit testifies through our words and our actions. Through our words and our actions. We need to be able to tell people that this is what my life is giving witness to. You know, it's not just that I'm a patient person. It's not just that I'm a kind person. It's not just that I'm joyful. It's not just that I'm gentle and loving and generous, peaceful. It's actually that my life has been animated by Jesus Christ. Jesus said to his disciples, When the Advocate comes, whom I will send you from the Father, he will testify to me. And so we pray today, come Holy Spirit. Thanks again for listening to this special edition of the Vici Munim Show. Please be sure to keep Deacon Chris in your prayers as he enters into this new ministry as a transitional deacon. As usual, we will be back with a brand new episode of the Vici Munim Show this Friday morning. If you uh, are enjoying what you're listening to, please be sure to share this podcast with friends and with family. Uh, Really, the best way for this ministry to reach more and more people is through your help in spreading it by word of mouth. And of course, the Holy Spirit will take care of the rest. So until this uh, Friday's episode, Our Lady of Mount Carmel, 
pray for us. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the presenters alone and do not necessarily reflect the views of Our Lady of Mount Carmel Catholic Church in Newport News, Virginia, or the Catholic Diocese of Richmond. This podcast is presented to you by individuals who are not all necessarily experts in the field of discussion, but are answering the call to new evangelization and sharing their love of Christ with you. God bless you.